The Buckeye Raw Extra Podcast is proudly presented by CF Bank, the boutique bank. Trusted for over 125 years with commercial financing, residential lending, personal banking, and more. Visit us online at www.cf.bank. NMLS 409132, all loan subjects credit approval. Terms, fees, and conditions may apply. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Questions. We'll open it up. Second row, middle. Uh, Dave. Hi, Ryan. I imagine there's a combination of factors, but after you watched the film, the Oregon film, what um, what was your biggest concern defensively? Well, I mean, giving up too many yards and too many points. I mean, it's just the bottom line. We're not, you know, I think now it's it's not just a, a single game. Uh, it's a little bit of a pattern. So, you know, took a long, hard look the last 48 hours and everything that's going on, and, and certainly going to make some adjustments here. And um, you know, not only of you know, how we're attacking uh, other offenses, but also just structurally how, how we're doing our day-to-day operations. With the injury to Josh, um, has there been any personnel change? I know you guys have Bryson there and you have Marcus there, but like a Ryan Watts move there or something like that? Sure, yeah, we're looking at all that to try to make some adjustments. Losing Josh for the whole year kind of changes some things, and, you know, Bryson's, um, you know, had some good snaps in there, but we're going to have to take a look at, you know, what gives us the best chance moving forward. And, um, maybe possibly trying some guys at different spots is, is kind of things we're looking at. Uh, uh, second row uh, left, Steven. Ryan, from an offensive perspective, obviously things have gone kind of off to a slow start. How much of that is CJ, you know, pulling that, trying to settle himself in? And how much of that is maybe some play calls that you, that you run at the beginning of the game, maybe not maybe establishing a line before you keep the running game? Yeah, I think when you look at um, you know, the first two games, certainly the, the Minnesota game. To have you know 35 points in the last 22 plays, and then last week you know having over 600 yards of total offense, um, you know we got really good scheme, really good plays. I think in, in both of those situations, both of those games, you know we have to finish off drives better. You know, I mean this week uh, we didn't convert on fourth down, and we got off schedule on some penalties. I mean, that really hurt us, especially in the score zone. We get down there, I, I want to say three times in that false start penalties that got us into first or second and 15, and then didn't convert on third down, and then didn't convert on fourth down. But, um, you know, we when things are cooking, I mean, we really got an opportunity to be very, very explosive, which you've seen. And so now we got to do a better job of playing complimentary football and doing a better job of finishing off those drives in the game. I think your first touchdown here, I think you guys were at 10 was not talking. Do you feel like you guys have won that enough, or have things come to us better, or there's penalties or anything else? Yeah, same, same as we've always been. You know, if you look at the way that we've done it, uh, very, very, um, you know, much like we've done in the past. You know, again, when you look at the total yards of offense, you know, over 600 yards against, you know, uh, very, very good defense. Uh, you know, that's that's not the issue. I thought we had really good tempo at times, and uh, we got in and out of the right plays. But, but you know, when you're not converting on fourth down, I mean, those count as turnovers, and you know, not finishing off drives is, is not good enough. And so, you know, we have to run the ball better and you know we have to do a better job of finishing off that that's just the bottom line and uh, you know looking back on it probably could have maybe punted a few times and pooched early on and played a little bit more of the field position game but that didn't happen and you know moving forward we got to do a better job of just finishing drives off um, but moving the ball down the field um, you know I think we've been doing an excellent job of that. Fourth row left, Griffin? Yeah, Coach, uh, Seven Banks hasn't been listed on the uh, status report the last couple of weeks, but he hasn't played at all. I was wondering if there's anything else going on there besides um, an injury issue. Yeah, no, no, nothing else. Uh, uh, second row left, Nathan? Um, I got confused the last week. 
Um, last time we talked to you about him, or one of the times, you said that he wasn't even really working with the first and the second team at some point in the preseason. So, had that started to change at all before he was um, got his eligibility, and what sort of goal do you see from him before? Yeah, I mean, it was similar to what I think you saw, um, you know, on Saturday. I think that, uh, you know, he was with, you know, the, the uh, you know, the defense, and, you know, he was, he was you know, with those guys in, in the meetings and, and still getting reps throughout the week. Um, but uh, but moving forward, I think uh, it, it's like you saw, you know, the Sam linebacker spot. He's just a big body, and he's a good matchup. And, and, you know, in terms of uh, you know athleticism, speed, and size, in, in bigger sets, especially you know, with two tight ends. I don't think they're fluid in a lot of positions, but uh, Ryan Watts started in the first game, and then Kavazos was, I think, seen like more with fifth or sixth in that rotation, and Legends playing a lot of snaps in the game. How are you guys sort of assessing the play from these younger guys at corner? Was Ryan available more on Saturday and the decision was made that he wasn't the right guy? Yeah, I mean, I think that what we're doing is we're just trying to take, you know, the snaps that we've seen in the games and then the snaps we've seen in practice and do the best we can to put the right guys out there. And, uh, you know, we like to play depth. We don't like to play the same guys, obviously, for the entire game. Um, so trying to find that, that, that balance is, is what we're at right now. And, you know, we got to look at all those options and, you know, like, like we talked about before, is it personnel, is it coaching, is it scheme? And, you know, finding the right people in the right spots is part of coaching and making sure the right guys are in those spots. Second row right, Austin. Ryan, to follow up on that, the, the playing depth part, do you think that you guys are playing too many? How, it seems like maybe a linebacker has been difficult to establish a consistency. And, I don't know. Have you thought that you need to pare that down and just let the starters play more? Well, I think if, if, if they're playing at a high level, it wouldn't be a question. But certainly because there hasn't been consistency there, that's something that we got to look into and make sure that, like you said, we're not uh, putting guys in there and not getting enough reps and getting in the flow of the game. So it's it's like anything else. When it's when it's not working, then you have to look at all those things. And, um, and if that's what it is, then you got to get it fixed and make sure the right guys are in there for more snaps. Coming out of camp, you seem like linebacker is still the spot that may be most uncertain about. Did you anticipate that this might be the case for the first couple of weeks that you have to work through it? I mean, I hope not, but uh, yes, that's where I know. Uh, third row left, Bill. Ryan, um, you said you want to make some adjustments here, structurally with the defense. Uh, why did you feel comfortable, I guess, not doing that before coming into this? Well, I think there was a lot of things coming into the season, uh, coming off of last season that, um, you know, especially with COVID and everything like that. That it was hard to uh, identify exactly, you know, what what the issues were. Or uh, moving forward, I felt confident that we'd get them fixed and addressed. And um, you know, when we made the adjustments to you know help in the pass game, uh, certainly it wasn't adjusted in the run game. So um, you know, a different issue, but the same outcome. And so now here we are. And so we got to get some things fixed. And you know, you guys are, are hardly the only team that plays a lot of cover one and cover three, but there aren't there aren't many teams who kind of pre-rotate like you guys do with that kind of safety level on the field. Is one simple change up to just rotate after the snap rather than rotating pre snap and kind of play with a too high shot? Yeah, there's a lot of things to look at. We're gonna look at all those things and figure out what gives us the best chance. Yeah. Uh third row, uh, fourth row middle. Back. Ryan, coming into the season you said a number of times at Ohio State you can't lose. Right. Um, you guys have how do you then respond to that? We we haven't seen a loss that hasn't ended a season for you guys. How does how does this respond in a Ryan Day? Yeah, I mean I think that that's that's the key, and I think the the great thing about something like this is two things. One, the issues that 
uh, are there get exposed and you get a chance to really address them with this group. And then two, you find out a lot about um, a lot of people when diversity is. You, know, you find out about their true character. You know, it's one thing when um, you know things are going well. Uh, people uh, can be front runners. You know, they can pat you on the back, and uh, you know whether it's inside the program or outside the program. But when when something goes bad, you find out about who people are, and, and that's something that it's, it's called life, and it's. Uh, a great opportunity for our guys to learn about that and grow. And if we come out of this thing strong, it can make us better. And that's what we have to use it for that type of thing to build some strength within us and build some leadership. And, and that's that's what we're going to do. And these past two losses have always ended the season. You've had to sit on that. Is it better is not the right word, but the chance that you get to go out and play another game this weekend and, and fix things, is that better than maybe – Spending the whole off season thinking about a loss to Clemson or a lost Alabama. No, I mean, it, you know, you hate to sit on those type of things, but this, you know, this loss doesn't sit well at all. Um, it's something that you know we we wanted to win this game. We had circled for a long time, and so we're very disappointed. But like you said, you know, we're able to get back on the field here within a week and start to get to work on getting things fixed. Fourth row right, Dylan. I recall after the 2018 debacle at Maryland, Urban Meyer said that his conversation with his defensive staff was uncomfortable and direct. How would you characterize the conversation? I can't hear what you said, so you can remove your back. After the 2018 loss to Maryland, Urban said that the conversations were uncomfortable and direct with his defensive staff. How would you characterize those conversations you're having with your staff right now? They're just honest. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're uncomfortable. They're, they're real. I mean, um, you put on the film and something doesn't get fixed, it needs to get addressed. And, um, you know, I have no problem having those type of conversations. It's pretty simple to see what needs to get fixed. And as far as Denzel Burke goes, has he been as good as you could have hoped for coming into his first couple of starts the way he's played through two games? Uh, I mean, I, I think that he's shown in the games what he's shown in practice. You know, I thought that um, they went after him a couple times downfield, and uh, he did a really good job in that area. I think he's got a very, very bright future. Uh, he's like a lot of the younger guys we have out there, and he's doing this for the first time. So. Yeah, I mean, I think for a young player stepping into a, a couple of these spots, he's done a good job. And, um, yeah, the future's bright with him and a bunch of the younger guys that we have. Over to the far right, Tony. Brian, mentioned structural changes on defense. Can you expound on that? No, nah, I'd rather not. I just, you know, we are going to make some, some adjustments and changes. We have to, uh, but I'd rather not be involved all that right now. When did you come to Memphis? After the game. Yeah, I mean, the last 48 hours, just going through it. And, you, know, you want to act, you don't want to overreact. You have to make sure that you do things the right way and you allow people to do their job. But when it gets to a certain point, you have to get things fixed. That's what you can do. Second or right, Tim? No, if you, you don't want to delineate what you better. Is it is it a change in like structure defensively from the standpoint of the uh, coaching staff? Or is it, uh, can you elaborate a little bit on yeah, that? Yeah, I'd rather not get into all that but right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're looking at all those type of things. And, uh, does it hurt the most that uh, these first two teams have run the ball as, as effectively as they had? And what have you seen just from you're watching the video? That yeah. It seems to just jump out at Well, I think when you come off of last year, you know, they, they, the passing game was obviously a big issue. You know, we were top 10 in the country last year and stopping the run, and we made some adjustments to get it stuff in the back end, and, and now we're having a hard time to run. So, like I said, different uh, issues, but the same outcome. And so. And that's again when you have to look at you know what what is the issue? Is it um, you know, the style we're playing? Is it the way we're coaching it? Is it the scheme? So um, you know when when you go in the off season, you have time to make an adjustment, and you think it's right, and then you come into these games and you're not getting it done, and you know there's some some you know bad assumptions made and bad changes. So 
Um, we got to own that and move on. Is there one other quick thing? Is there, is there one, one player on defense, especially right now, that you could point to that's like you think is playing pretty great that others could follow? You know what I mean? From an example standpoint, et cetera. I, I think a lot of the guys have had very good snaps, and, and I think there's been flashes here and there, and there's been good things, but, but just consistency across the board right now is not what he's doing. Fourth row left, Jacob. Right, going back to your last the last question about depth, we got like two likes to rotate guys in, break up and whatnot. Just how do you balance I know it's one of the games, but how do you balance against the red shirts on the players, just that process in general? How are you gonna balance that moving forward? I mean if, if guys can help us then they're gonna play. Um, if if it gets to a point where you know we're just putting them in the game just to get them in the game, then that, then no, we won't do that. But if we think we think they can help us win, then they're gonna play. And then Jesse Mirko, you know, how did you assess his first time coming in Ohio State and dropping some of the top five? Just how did you assess his performance? Yeah, pretty good. He missed one of them, you know, but he, he also really got that one down on the one yard line. And um, we actually did two there that were pretty good. And, uh, so he's, he's done a good job. You know, for for a uh, you know, young kid in terms of playing, he's an older guy. He's, you know, in his mid 20s. So he's played, you know, uh, in front of crowds before. And, um, so like, it was good to see him. You know, step up. You're never quite sure the first time you punt it what it's going to look like, but um, so far so good. Uh, second row middle, Bill. When you hired Kerry Collins, um, he had never been a defensive coordinator. Um, can you describe the level of confidence you have with him and the conversations you've had with him in the last couple of days? Yeah, I'd rather not share the conversations, but yeah, I mean, when you when you look at the results over the last couple of games and then coming off of last year, you know, it's not. It's not what we expect here. It's not our expectation. And so, I mean, that's all part of looking at, you know, how we need to move uh, forward with this thing. And in terms of the linebackers, you know, all of them are inexperienced, but you had some seniors, Taraja and Dallas and Javon, who were upperclassmen, and they probably not had the impact that you wanted. How disappointing is that? Where do you see the fix coming at linebackers? Well, I think it's, again, all the above. I think that, um, you know, helping them with scheme, Coaching it better, the more experience they have, and again, these are guys coming in that we do to have great experience. So, um, you know, maybe we need to help them a little bit more. It's all part of coaching, especially in college. You should figure out where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are, and you try to try to help them with that. And I think the more experience they get, the better they're going to be. Too, you know, it's not like I don't think they can do it, um, but we also have to put them in a position to be successful. Well, when you watch some of those plays, did you kind of? What's going on here? Uh, on a couple of them, yeah. Third row left. Dan? Ryan, when you, when you say you're taking a look at hard, hard look at everything, with the coaching staff, do you look at you know changing responsibilities, having guys potentially somebody do something different than they've been doing last couple weeks? Yeah, for sure. You were asked about seven eight. I just wanted to follow up on that. You know, if he's been too injured to play, why hasn't he been listed on the availability report? Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, he's not too injured to play. Um, so, you know, he, he has had some injuries, and he was kind of slow in preseason and everything like that, but, but now he's healthy. So you just decided to hold him out just precautionary? Yeah, so, you know, he hasn't played up to this point, but hopefully we'll get him on the field here this week. And C.J. Stroud mentioned after a game he's been, you know, dealing with some you know, pain as well. Is that something that you've had to manage at all in, in practice to you know, try to keep him healthy? Uh, yeah, but you know that's part of being a quarterback. You know, you're always going to have bumps and bruises. And I think when you you know you're a uh, playing in the spring or you're in the preseason, you know you have a black jersey on, you're never touched. And then uh, you know you go out there and you get you know, conference play or this week, this game this past weekend, you're going to get banged around a little bit. You know, 
Justin went through that, you know, all these guys, JT went through that a ton, and that's part of being a quarterback at, at a big time level. So it's something you just got to get used to and work through. Second or right, Joey? Ryan, just talking again about kind of how you're, you're leading the team as a head coach the first time after a loss in the regular season. Have there experienced either as an assistant or as a player that you've drawn on and kind of leading the team in this situation? No, I mean, lost games before. Um, you know, I know that uh, no one's used to losing or anything like that, but, you know, we, we, we're just going to move on and make corrections. And um, the sun came up, and we're going to go from there. Um, and it's it's nothing that, um, you know, different guys haven't felt before. They've lost games before. But, again, what it really does is it allows you the opportunity to address issues that are already there. And, and that's what's going on here. And so they've got to get addressed. They've got to get fixed. Um, because certainly we don't want it to happen again. And Harry Miller's guy who has been unavailable for two weeks. On, on his or on yeah, just he's been on bill. Just and then one more on, on CJ Stroud. Uh, both Minnesota and four, he's come out on the first couple of series. Seems like when he's been off, he's, he's missed high. Um, on, on pros, is, do you have any explain? Is that adrenaline for a young quarterback? It seems. I thought he was really accurate on Saturday. I mean, I, I thought he made some throws that uh, I haven't seen a young kid make in a long time. So um, yeah, that was not our issue. Well,、uh, uh, back row、uh, far right、Spencer。Brian，when you rewatch the film，did you see some things with the offensive line that need corrected？And and how do you go about that knowing that these guys are among the most talented unit on the field，but they had some issues in this game？Yeah，yeah。
Um, you know, we got to get up there. We got to make the calls. It's all happening fast. So there's a little bit of a communication there. They're talking. They're identifying what's going on up front, and then and then there's a little bit of a false start there. That, that happened a couple times, and it's a shame because if we get the ball snapped, we had big plays. Um, so it's something that we got to fix in practice. We got to practice it a little bit better in practice, and then go from there. Far left, Park. Yeah, uh, Coach Brian Kelly mentioned uh, after the uh, Toledo game that he's still trying to find out what his team's all about. You lost six guys off your front seven on defense. Is that the way the defense is right now? That this has always been that way. There maybe way too much uh, turnover. Um, I mean that's that's the way it is here a lot. You know, we lose a lot of really good players year in year out, but. Um, yeah, I mean, to your point, we certainly haven't found an identity on defense yet. I mean, yeah, we've we got to figure that part of it out because uh, we haven't done that. Um, but it's something that happens here a lot, and that's, you know, you lose great players to the NFL, and, and you have to regroup and, and, um, and rebuild. Uh, uh, deep center field, uh, Andrew? Uh, can you elaborate on the patience that it takes with, with a freshman quarterback when he, you know, makes a mistake or overthrows a pass? And then are you ever um, considering possibly putting in another quarterback just given the talent behind him, you know, just to kind of switch it up a little bit? Uh, no, I mean, not after how we played on Saturday. Um, we got to help him more. we got to run the football better. we got to play better defense. Um, you know, that's that's the bottom line. Uh, second roll left, Steve? Yeah, Coach, along those lines with uh, CJ, it seemed like you bring in really tentative the three times you ran the ball in sack two other times. Um, this quarterback run going to be something that you guys build in as you go along and could that have been an impact where maybe he was trying to protect himself off of what happened against Minnesota? It just seems like if that threat's not there, they're going to sit on their running backs and kind of the result you got. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't think he was that tentative. I, I thought he was pretty aggressive. I thought the third down that we got the holding call on Thayer, he did an unbelievable job. It was third and ten. He tucked it, got the first down, and took a good shot in there. I mean, dropped his shoulder. It took a hit there. Uh, we got the holding call, so it ended up, you know, third and 20, which was a major call, um, a major point in the game. And, and I thought he really competed at that moment. You know, I think as a quarterback, you also have to be smart. You know, you have to take, you know, you have to be smart. He's running down the sideline. Had a really good scramble uh, for a first down along the right sideline early on. Got a, uh, a late hit on the sideline, picked up 15 yards there. So, you know, I think he's got himself out of trouble. I think in, um, you know, two games, I think he's had two sacks. I think they came at the end there. So I think he's got a pretty good feel in the pocket, um, and, and he is a threat with his feet. You know, he is a threat with his legs. You know, we saw last year the 80-yard touchdown run he had. So he's had some good scrambles, and uh, and we'll continue to build on that as time goes. But at the end of the day, you know, our running backs have to run, and our line has to block, and you know there'll be times we want to read somebody with him, and, and he'll do a good job of it. Other side, defensive line, are you troubled by the lack of production? He had zero sacks and one tackle for loss in this game. And there you guys talk a lot about changing the line of scrimmage and putting them back a yard or two. Uh, just seems like you didn't get any of that in this game. Yeah, I mean that is frustrating for sure. Yeah, I mean we gotta we gotta create some disruption. We gotta affect the quarterback, and, and we didn't do that. Uh, third row middle, double. Ryan, you said there were some plays that you watched. You said, man, I sort of completed that. The 77-yard touchdown run for them to open the second half. Your middle linebacker follows the tight end out. Safety's a little offset. What happened there? Is that did, did somebody miss an assignment coming over? Was it just the scheme was wrong? This is specific to give us a little help. Yeah, it was, it was a fit. You know, the, the communication it was an issue up front, and uh, the, the fit was wrong. And uh, you know, I'm not gonna 
you know, throw off specifics. But yeah, I mean, the fit was wrong, and then it spit to the safety, and the safety didn't get him down on the ground. And so it was a lack of execution. Okay. And then um, I just, I know you don't want to tell us everything that's going on, but I, I just don't know if it serves anybody for us to leave here like vague, not hard. Is Kerry going to call the defense this weekend? Again, I, I don't want to get into specifics. You know, I, I don't want to keep looking at it this week. I don't think it's something that we're going to, you know, decide right now. Either. It's going to be something that, you know, we all get in there. We all take a hard look at everything we're doing from scheme to, you know, our structure to all those type of things. And what gives us the best chances we play against Tulsa to, 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 to win the game. And um, we'll look at all those things. But, you know, no, no hard decisions have been made that way yet. You have a 10-year college defensive coordinator in the building and Paul Rhodes who's an analyst. Is that somebody that when you have somebody with that experience could be an option if you needed something and elevate him to an assistant? I mean Paul Paul's a great resource for our coaches and he's really good. But you know the hard thing, you know, for him in any type of those type of situations is, you know, he doesn't really know the players that much because he doesn't really get a chance to coach the players. So um, that would be unfair to him. And um, but, I mean, we're obviously looking at all those type of things right now to figure out what gives us the best chance. And, and he's great for our coaches, and he's a great resource. Good coach. Yep, Doctor. Just a few more over here to the far right. Clay? Well, I just want to confirm. I thought you said that some people on the staff have new duties. I mean, they are. You made some. I didn't say that. No, you did not. I don't think so if I did. Okay. Well, we are looking at all those type of things to see what gives us the best chance. And if there's some things that guys can do better, then we'll, we'll go from there. Your focus is usually on offense. So you have to move over here. Is that disconcerting or surprising to you that now you've got to address that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not happy about that at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's part of the deal. Is that you know, here for me to do what I need to do on offense, I need um, you know the defense really on point, the special teams on point. I need Mark Pantoni to do a great job in recruiting, Mick Moriarty to handle strength and conditioning. And the minute that I get taken away from those type of things, then it affects everything else that, that's going on in offense. And so, yeah, I mean, I, to be honest with you, that um, you know, I'm disappointed. Proper uh, right for your dollars. With that said, coach, are you going to get more involved with the defense? You're going to start going more of the meetings and all that. I mean, how how will this change for you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, not on the um, the intricacies of it all, but yeah, certainly needed to get in there and figure out what what exactly are we doing moving forward. Um, you know. Hire guys to do a job, and they're going to do it. But uh, now, kind of going in there and figuring out, okay, um, you know, who in that room, and, and what are we doing moving forward? Gives us the best chance to, to come up with ideas to get this done. Um, because we have we have good coaches, and we have uh, good players, and so we can figure this out. But um, we have to again ask hard questions and you know, maybe make things uncomfortable, and that, that's part of my job. But as far as any kind of hard changes with staff, you haven't come there yet. I mean, it's it's going to be kind of over time, yeah. And uh, we'll get there, but but right now we're just going to kind of work through it and figure out again. You know, let's let's have a great day of practice today. What gives us the best chance against Tulsa? And then, you know, as we get closer to the game, we'll figure out if we need to move things around for game day. Uh, corporal left, Jack. Aaron, um, you're losing Josh is obviously a big hit to personnel, but you're also losing the most veteran member of that safeties unit. Do you feel like you're losing some steadiness or maybe some leadership in that? Yeah, oh yeah, experience. You know, we need experience on defense right now. We don't have a lot of guys with experience, and so when you lose a guy like that, it hurts because he has played for us. When you look back there, there's there's a lot of guys that haven't. So 
you know, that, that's that's another shot. Final two questions here. Uh, first one, uh, Bill. Second row, left, Bill. Yeah, I want to ask about Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, obviously, he had a big game. Um, gets overshadowed with Chris and, and Garrett. But what do you see? Which what have you seen from him so far? And what do you see for his potential? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's, he's had a good um, you know spring and preseason, and then. That first game, really didn't get in the rhythm of it all. 48 snaps, you really don't get into it. But you can see what his potential is. And um, I think he's very, very good in the slot. He can change directions. He can wiggle free against the underneath coverage uh, players really well and uh, has big play potential. And so uh, made some really big catches for us, had some really good routes. And uh, so, again, he's, he's got a chance to be really good for us. And when you look at you know some of the depth we have in receiver, we haven't been able to see those guys quite yet. Julian Fleming and... Some of the guys that have been working really hard, they're coming, you know, because we have really good depth there. Uh, third row left, Bill? Yes, yeah, so this is, I got kind of head on already, but just like, yes or no, is Kerry Combs this team's defensive coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's still the defensive coordinator, yes. But we're going to look at everything, and we're going to keep working towards Telsa to figure out how the, you know, how the staff is, is working together, how the scheme works together, and then we'll go from there. And final question, second row right off. All right, I'm Anything for granted coming off of the loss, but Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, Maryland. You should win these games. You're going to be favored still. What will define success for you if you're not just winning? What do you need to see in the coming weeks to know that this is on the track you want? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, progress. You know, we got to see progress. We've got to see guys building and growing and, you know, confidence being built and, and high-level execution. That's it, you know. And, and you know when you see it. You know, you know when there's confidence being built. And execution fuels emotion, and and then vice versa. So uh, you know, that's what we got to see, and, uh, and it's not going to all happen at once. You, know, you can't just go out there in one or two plays and make things better. It's it's a day to day. You got to do a great job in practice. You got to do a great job in your preparation, and you got to go put it on the field and be a competitive excellence. And that's you know when you look at it at the end of the day, why won't we a competitive excellence? That's what we have to look at. You know, you got to look at yourself, and you got to look at the coaching, and then you got to look at you know, why your unit wasn't ready to go. And that's why we lost the game. So those are the things we'll be, you know, focusing on. Coach, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me.